Hi, I'm Cassie. And I'm Mariah. And this is the Cassie and Mariah Show, a podcast where two long-distance internet friends, that's us, discuss navigating their 20s through disability and chronic illness. Mariah, what's up? Howdy. Hi. <sighs> not, I feel like there's not a lot going on like this past week for me, but like, I feel like so much happened. I guess I just have a lot of like out of body experiences where I'm not like present in the moment about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, on Tuesday morning, I had to get an MRI done because my ENT thinks I have like nerve damage in my head. So that's lovely. Um, it's like one of those things where I hate to say it, but I wish I, I hope I do have some type of thing wrong with me just to get an answer for like the pain and suffering that I'm feeling. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, what is all this for? Like, why am I in so much pain all the time if there's nothing wrong with me? So that day I had that done. It took like a good hour inside the MRI machine and it was like, I fell asleep during it, which was nice, but then she had to wake me up to like inject me with the contrast, which... The contrast, which I don't know if you've had that injected in you before. It's been a long time, yeah. It made me so sick. Like, that entire day, I had to go to work after, and I was, like, ill, like, the entire day. And it's, like, you just have this very, like, Mm. uneasy, like, I feel like I'm full of, like, poison feeling. Um, So that was not fun. Uh, I also had my final for my last writing class uh, the other day, which I got a 94. Hooray, doing the whip. But I was annoyed because of the first two finals for the other classes I had, I got 97s on. So I was like, I can't believe I'm I'm failing. Oh, <laughs> my know? God. I, I, am a, I am a perfectionist. I have to get 100 on a test. Otherwise, I didn't pass. Oh, my expectations are so not that high. As long <laughs> as it's an A, I'm got You know, as long as it doesn't... Well, I guess, is your final grade your grade for the whole class? I don't know how these classes yes. are set up. Okay, I was going to say, to me, like, on individual tests and assignments and stuff I don't care as long as I have an A in the class that's the only academic validation I need personally like (laughs) I don't need a hundred percent I don't need a hundred and ten percent I just need 90.5 baby (laughs) or I guess 90 right I don't know 89.9 whatever it takes really I was gonna say I don't know how your grading system is me neither but yeah like for me the class's overall grade is based on your final exam so that's why like that's the only grade that you get. You only get to take it once. Um, and, you know, that was fine. I, you, you know when you get questions wrong, you're, you're like, okay, well, I wasn't sure about these anyway, so it's fine. And, and then I had, uh, you know, my, my whole week has just been thinking about Disney and things of that nature. Um, we changed some things about our trip, so I had to, like, go back in and talk to, like, the accessibility services and make sure, like, my, my bases were covered there. Um, and I leave for Disney in two days. So next time you hear from me, I'm going to be tan, uh, back from Disney and probably severely depressed. (laughs) By tan, you mean you're going to remember to wear sunscreen, right? Yes. I actually have three one ounce travel size sunscreens that are already packed in my bag, but because I'm hashtag Italian, I get tan even with sunscreen. Like it's very normal for us to just have like a glow about us. You know, all that olive oil <laughs> that we ingest um, <laughs> in your face. You're like, I, I don't get it, but okay. Um, I always wear sunscreen. Trust me, I, I'm a very, I, I, prescri- I preserve my skin, like, 
someone's going to harvest it to make a purse one day. Like, I have to uh, be nice and clean. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I, uh, the, the sun. I just, I, even with, even with sunscreen on, I'm fighting for my life out there. You got cloud burn. I get it. I will have sunscreen on and I can just feel that, it, like, the sun has fully burned through the sunscreen and it's like I need to reapply it's and you know what I got a car wash this week for the first time in eight months and part of it is like wow I can see in color for the first time (laughs) and part of it is oh no my dirt filter it's gone and the sun (laughs) is touching me i know most cars correct me if i'm wrong auto mechanics out there but i know most car glass like has some uv protection well in it it don't protect me because uh no just instantly red hot but i even oh god yeah no i'm constantly red hot burning flesh fiery sizzling grilling of my flesh ouchie so that's a nice i guess that's nice (laughs) (laughs) but i'm glad that you can put on sunscreen and enjoy disney that's good i do have an spf 50 i have like the super glue glow stick for my face which is Mm -hmm. is like holy grail sunscreens for me because like it's really adds a nice like glowiness to your skin and adds like it's a nice texture too because it's like almost like a gel um, and I love that. So I have that for my face, and then I have sunbum for the bod because I hate the I hate the smell of normal sunscreen. So sunbum is my favorite because it's like a very like tropical like coconut banana smell. Anyway, how has your week been? What's up? Well, I mean, it's the start of ice cream season, baby. Because the sun, it was out. It's gone again. Which honestly, thank God, because why was it like? 80 something it was like 86 or something in april which is not normal here and i don't i don't appreciate it but i did eat ice cream the second it was like 65 i said yeah we're going to froyo um so that was achieved i've eaten ice cream type things twice since then it's now back to being like cloudy and a normal temperature but it's ice cream season it's here to stay um, I also had garlic bread this week, and I know what you're thinking. Is all of your life updates, like, are they all food-related? Uh, no, but I do think they're the highlights. <laughs> um, because my other big one is that the Starbucks on campus unionized, so now I can go there, because I haven't been going, because I just, I ain't gonna get Starbucks if it ain't union, and uh, enough of them in Portland are that it's actually not that hard um but uh the one on campus hadn't been and so now I can like get myself a little treat if I wanted a little treat or a little drinky (laughs) drink um so quality of life is improving in that regard um generally (laughs) a horrible mental health week but whatever I had therapy I had craft night I stared at the moon I watched magnet fishing videos on YouTube so what can I say? It's a time to be alive. What, uh, if we are magnet fishing adventures. Have they pulled up anything good? Oh, yeah. They pull up guns and, like, giant, like, artillery shells yeah. all the time. Which, um, I'm just like, 
I just have so many questions about how they got there, and also, I, I'm just really fascinated, like, it's just these, like, random guys who just, it's, they literally, I mean, yes, they magnet fish because fun and interesting, but also, like, they really have, like, this mentality of, like, they're literally, like, they get, you know, to see cool stuff and stuff, and they, you know, get money from the scrap metal and whatever, but it's, like, they're literally cleaning up the river. Like, it's kind of absurd that there's, like, all this, like, polluted, like, you know, lead pipes and, um, and, like, literal military, like, grade weapons in the rivers. Yeah, was, I was gonna say, I've seen where people do that in, like, the Hudson River in New York, and they find a lot of guns, and a lot of it's, like, mafia days of them throwing shit like that into the water because it's, like, gets rid of the evidence. But it's always, like, wow, I can't believe that now that gun gets to just, like, sit there and, like, slowly seep its, like, me- metallic, you know, its metals into the water. Not like anyone drinks the Hudson River, but, <laughs> you know, it's still bad for every organism yeah it's gross um but it's been (laughs) i will say it did get a little annoying because every single thing they would find sometimes they'd be like dude no way look at this this is so cool and it's just like a glass soda bottle I'm just like, okay, you just found 10 other, like, I just don't, I'm like, okay, like, you're being a little annoying, could you put some, like, lo-fi beats over (laughs) this and be quiet (laughs) until you find something exciting, and, like, they're very, like, safe and responsible about things for the most part in terms of, like, if they're not sure that, that, like, the, I mean, anytime they find a gun, they always, you know, call the police, report it, um, because, exactly, um, and then, they don't always have to do that for, like, shells of things because, um, it's pretty obvious if it's, um, already been, like, detonated or whatever the terms are, and so it's, like, usually they don't have to worry about that kind of stuff, but, um, it's always fun when they pull out, like, a bike or (laughs) lots of lawn chairs. Some of the bridges they go to, it's, like, you know, people have waterfront homes right along the river, so it's, like, well, those homes have been there a long time. You get a windstorm, your lawn chair goes flying off into the river. Goodbye. (laughs) Um, plus, obviously, stuff floats down, down river, so, um, one of the last ones I was watching before we started recording was, um, it was like they had gone out one day, but then it started raining too hard. So they're like, okay, we're just going to come back tomorrow. And overnight they had like a tornado type situation. And so um, the waters were like, you know, two feet deeper. It's like, you know, that gets a lot more stuff flowing and moving. And yeah, but it's like they find anything from like tiny little like old coins to like, yeah. I mean, they've pulled entire like no parking signs <laughs> out of out of the It's just like, I, Yeah. It's kind of unbelievable, and I think that that's why, like, the, uh, not that, like, uh, I, like, I don't know, to me, bodies of water are almost freakier and more interesting than, like, space in some regards, because I'm, like, I just wish I could see under there and see what all's in there and just go scoop it out or something. I also think it's, like, I think in terms of, like, the oceans and things like that, it's, like, there's a very small percentage of what's actually been, like, explored by humans, so, there's a lot of shit down there that we have no idea. Like, th- there's, like, probably prehistoric, like, fish that, like, have lived for, like, eons in the water. And I always think, what do they eat? Who do they eat? <laughs> I just love that idea. I, I I mean, like, I don't know. It's sometimes a perpetual fear of drowning. Y'all can keep it. Like, 
I don't need to go. I don't need to go scuba diving. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather drown in space. Yeah, I'd rather have my eyes and my head explode like in the, yeah, in the deep space than uh, have my lungs filled with water. But not in like an Elon Musk kind of way. Although he could go to space and explode, it'd be I fine. Think I think he'd be doing everybody a service if he did that. So I don't think he's that nice. You know, he won't die in space for our pleasure. Unfortunate. Today, our topic of discussion is self-care. This could kind of be like anything that brings us joy, anything that helps us relax after a long day or any like weekly or daily routines that we'd like to keep up with and also of like how to set boundaries and you know more of like the mental side of self-care and not like the physical side of like buying a new journal and like doing silly things like that which I know we love, but, like, sometimes there's a broader aspect to it all. I think it can really range from anything from literally meeting one's basic needs, like, literal taking care of yourself to, like, more, like, yeah, like you said, like, journaling or little habits or routines that um, are more fun. I I do think, like, a habit like journaling, I know we both, we both have dipped our dipped our toes into that but I don't know I feel like that was something that never really as much as I liked it and it benefited me it never really stuck I don't know if it's just because it's like one of those routines that I was trying to build every day so I easily got burnt out or like a lot of things I didn't really want to think about every day so I had you know I I couldn't really sit there Mm -hmm. and journal like three pages a day but I know you are into it I used to journal every day um, I think I started that in high school and I I would just basically start out journaling about what I did that day and then from there just kind of like a stream of consciousness sort of mm. um, which helped me process a lot of things and then over COVID I think I fell out of journaling because even though there was obviously a lot going on in the world and stuff it's not like it changed much day to day and it's not like I was doing much so I didn't really have a lot to journal about I felt like um although I mean I'm sure I did but I don't know somewhere along the way I fell I fell out of it I did also in that time switch to journaling digitally which honestly might have gotten me out of the muscle memory habit I think a lot of self-care for me is stuff that is muscle memory Um, and if I don't build that habit, then it's really hard for me to maintain. And I think one of the biggest things about self-care for me is consistency, Mm -hmm. um, in the different things. Um, I really do miss journaling. I, especially when I'm, uh, not doing well, I, I try to re-implement it or, you know, just use it as a tool as I can, as I need to. I really started doing it. I'd like write like one or two things I did that day, just in a small, small notebook. And then from there, I just kept being like, I want to write more. And I use it almost as a memory keeping system. But then it really started to turn into a self-care thing for me. And now that's kind of all I use it for. Except for I still like the concept of it being a memory care system. But I feel like I almost use my planner more for that now. Um, Because over COVID, I think it was after I got accepted to PSU, my friend um, sent me a book about... uh, like the actual bullet journal method like how it's act like 
the inventor of the bullet journal like actually like how the system is supposed to be used and it's been extremely helpful for me um because a lot of existing planners just didn't work for me and so it's like right now I have mine set up in a way where it's like I have my to-do list on three-fourths of the page and then like the other fourth column is for um is for basically writing about other stuff that I did that day, places I went, people I saw Mm. or talked to or whatever. Um, And so I think that's kind of doing the memory and keeping part more. Um, And journaling is pretty much just a self-care tool now. Um, Because I think that, I feel like maybe it's because I'm like a visual processor. It's like I, seeing things written out in front of me makes them make more sense to me. That makes sense. I mean, like, that's kind of how I feel with like, you know setting up my weekly planner as well because like if I don't have like a daily to-do list it will not get done like and it has to be something that stays like right in my main focus either like I stick it to my laptop stick it to my planner like I've become a very visual person for that reason of just like if it's just not in front of me it's just gonna be harder for me to remember to get done um and like I don't know that's kind of how I felt with journaling like I would keep my journal on my desk or I'd keep my journal next to my bed at the end of the day I'd sit there and I would journal a few pages or like first thing I do in the morning like when I'm doing my treatments I would journal I also think too is that it's like a lot of times I didn't want to like unearth the trauma so I wouldn't want to write it out because I just don't want to think about it again I would instead send audio messages which I felt like that was almost journaling in the a talking way you know like yeah it just helps you it still helps you process thoughts I actually think that might be why I fell out of it too is that especially during COVID things were like very mentally heavy and I think that yeah it's almost like talking to friends became more productive and helpful than journaling but also like you said you have to be in a mindset where you can process those things and sometimes when it's really heavy all the time you just can't yeah I mean like I think even like how we would do our Marco Polo videos to one another every day they were like two hours like of daily content we were getting from each other not at once but like just throughout the day and that was like that was journaling that was like vlogging like we'd sit there and we would like make food and I just really like that yeah and I think that no I think that makes a lot of sense because it's almost like journaling is a concept I don't know (laughs) it's like journaling is a lot more abstract I don't know um I mean like really it's almost like it can range like in form Mm -hmm. um in terms of like accomplishing the same thing as like putting pen to paper um I think it just shows up differently um like it's kind of like um I do a weekly reflection in my planner which is also like inspired by the bullet journal method but like I kind of have created my own thing where it's like I kind of have like a space where I write like kind of a summary of overall like my thoughts of the week and then um I write uh, sources of joy from the week nice. uh, which is where that like memory keeping system within the planner is really helpful because otherwise I would forget everything I did I mean I usually look at my calendar and look at my planner to remember um, what those sources yeah. of joy were um, and then it kind of ends up overlapping a lot but I also do just like a gratitude section oh and then I write kind of goal like I reflect on any goals I had for the past week for myself and then write out goals for the current week and lately it's looked just a lot like writing 
get through the week. Um, I know, right? So, but it's, you know, it's nice to, like, be able to set more interim goals because it's, like, I always set goals for every year. So it's kind of nice to be, like, oh, like, have I accomplished those? Like, can I plug in some new ones? Um, So it's just nice to have that regular reflection space even when I'm not necessarily doing traditional journaling all the time. Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely have have adapted the one method that you would use with your sticky notes where you would have a sticky note that has, like, all of the things you need to get done that week and then, like, you just move things over. Oh, that method has ruined my life, but yeah. (laughs) I mean, it just was, like, a good idea. Happy it works for you. (laughs) There's a lot of things, like, I started to do where I would make, like, a monthly to-do list of everything that needs to get done that month. And then I would, like, sector it into a bunch of, like, weekly to-do lists. But, like, I felt like that was, like, the one thing that really kept me on task. Because, like, you know, there'd be big things that feels like this, like, colossal project that needs to get done in the month. But, like, I can't tack it onto the first week of the month. It has to be something that, like... I ease into it over time or like it's just like I mean like even in a sense of like oh like okay I need to like book markets this month for like July it's like okay well like I can't do that all in one day but like if I book like a market a week like then that works better like source things and I don't know like I think I just I think I have I don't know it's like I get into really good habits and then for whatever reason they just drop off the face of the earth and I have no idea why it fell apart. It could just be the fact of just like applying that stuff is very hard. Like sometimes I'll just start doing something and then I'm like oh this is a great nighttime routine like of my nighttime routine of like watching like some YouTube videos while I play like Stardew Valley but then like I don't for whatever reason I like can't make time for that stuff anymore. Like I almost feel like I got into this habit of like my days feel so much shorter than everybody else's. And I don't even know why. Like, it's not like I wake up late or, like, I go to bed late. Like, I do go to bed late. But, like, that's because I don't feel like I have enough time in the day to get the things that I want done. I mean, also, I do have, like, social media problems. I have, I've had Twitter deleted off my phone for, like, a week now at this point, which has been nice. Because I do think that, like, I wasn't really taking into a factor of how much time, like, social media like that, like, eats up from your day. Yeah. I think with the to-do list thing, it's, like... For me, I had to move away from that system where I had everything, like, a running to-do list. That was killing me. I was, like, it felt like I was never done. True. It felt like there was always more work to do. I, like, I had to move away from that. I did adopt using um, Trello, which is, like, a project management kind of software to-do list thing, uh, which is nice because I can, like, categorize things as, like, um, like, for the different parts of my life, um, whether it's, like, home projects or like um stuff for like my club for school or whatever then I so I have a section that's like for whenever I have time and then I have a section that's like up next and then I have a section that's like doing and then archive and honestly even my my archive section or like I mean not archive but my done section is um so long now that actually looking at that looks overwhelming and so I'm actually thinking about just clearing it out because even seeing like just looking at the screen and seeing like just all of this like stuff on it is still overwhelming to me um and so it's like I think I need to even clear out the done stuff I thought seeing the done stuff would help me feel more satisfied like no you do do stuff like chill out yeah um but actually it looks incredibly overwhelming yeah I mean like that's like anytime I write down I'm I'm a very pen and paper person I feel like I cannot have like online systems like google calendar or like a Google Drive to, like, keep track of my, you know, things going on. 
So, like, when I use a sticky note or, like, my actual planner and I write stuff down, it's, like, I have to cross it off or, like, I have to throw out the sticky note because, like, I cannot just keep a pile of the things that I've done around. I guess because, like you said, it's just very overwhelming to constantly see. And also I would get into this habit of, like, comparing my productivity, which, like, that's, like, mm. with that, that's, like, a demon within itself of, like, being, like, well, last week I got so much stuff done. How come I'm, like, struggling so much to get stuff done this week? Yeah, no, I live by uh, Google Calendar. I would not be able to survive without it, but that's also because it's, like, I have... I have a shared, like, my mom and I share calendar events with each other for her appointments. I have my classes on there. I have my meetings on there. Like, I would not, I would not know what I was doing without it. And plus, I have to have it on me at all times, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, with when I do my uh, weekly reflection in my planner, um, I've gotten in the habit because one of the best ways to build habits is to attach new ones to existing ones. Um, and so I used to, like, I would regularly do my weekly reflection, but I, um, I've got, like, the affirmation cards and tarot cards that you got me, and, um, I would forget, I would always want to pull, I, I, at first got in the habit of doing it daily, but then I was like, you know, I think doing it weekly is fine. Um, but then I would forget to do it. And so now I've associated it with my weekly reflection. And I actually added a section in my weekly reflection to write down whatever the affirmation was or whatever the card meant because I forget what the card means um, instantly. So um, stuff like that, like, I don't know, just little habits or rituals, um, I don't know. I think they're fun. Yeah. I definitely got into the habit of doing like a daily or not. I I was trying to do daily affirmation cards or like any other oracle card deck. I would try to do pulls. But I stopped because daily is it's doing it a lot. And like, I don't know, sometimes the mood doesn't change every day where it warrants that type of like energy exchange. You know, I got into the habit of doing like the weekly polls because a weekly poll is a lot easier to just like manage. And then yeah, like writing it down in your planner. I would also do polls during like new moons or full moons, which that's like a bi-weekly thing, which that became its own little ritual where like, like, I don't know, for last year, I was like really into the habit of like making spell jars and stuff for new moons and full moons and like really trying to like associate them with like the energy around that like zodiac sign and that was like so soothing to me it was very grounding it just very it made me feel whole i truly (laughs) i feel like us not doing marco polos anymore has left a hole in my life (laughs) that is a lack of i loved when you would do card pulls for me i loved when you would like be making your little spell job all of that was so, even to witness, was so soothing, and I really miss it. Maybe you'll have to get a video later. I wish I had my cards with me right now, because if I did, I would totally do, like, a pull for the collective right now. Like, that's, like, sometimes I'll just pull, like, cards on, like, my Instagram stories and just ask people if they want, like, hey, anybody want an oracle reading today? Like, I don't know, I just like doing that. I guess because it's, like, the people-pleaser tendency in me. Like, I like to provide something for everybody, you know, especially on, like, days that are a little bit harder to get through. You know, I just was, it was just very grounding to do all that stuff. And I don't know, I it's just one of those things I fell out of. Like, as if all the routines I have in my life don't fall apart at some point. And I also, like, made card stands for myself to, like, pull the put with my cards. So that was also, like, a nice little touch. Um, I would always buy, like, new affirmation decks or new oracle decks, and... I was in the habit of using them for a while, but sometimes I have to really connect with the deck in order for it to be part of my routine. 
there's an Oracle deck I have that's called the Animal Spirit deck by Kim Kranz. And it's a very like thought provoking deck. The author like illustrated the whole deck. That's the deck I would use for my weekly Oracle pulls. It resonates with me so much. I'll pull an animal and I'm like, wow, it's like spot on. Sometimes there's parts in it where it says like, what to do this week? Like, what do you need more of? What do you need less of? It was like, I was considering taking a tolerance break from weed one week and I pulled a card that was like, the thing to do this week was use less substances. And I was like, facts, bro. I'm like, I guess this card deck is really determining my uh, tolerance break. I just, it's just really grounding. That's all I'll, I like that's the biggest takeaway from doing like card pulls and stuff is that it, it just really brings me back to like my center. Yes, agreed. A very unrelated um, sort of, I guess it's a routine or a habit. I don't know what you want to call it, but um, I've Pavloved myself into going to bed. <laughs> I have Christmas lights in my room that are on a timer, and they used to go off at midnight, but then my mom had some really early morning doctor's appointments, and, like, I had to be in Salem really early, like, Mm -hmm. you know, a couple weeks ago and stuff, and I don't like having them on if I'm going to bed early or something, and so I had unplugged them, and when I plugged them back in, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna stay in this routine of going to bed early um and by early I mean like get in bed by like 10 30 or 11 Ooh, instead of midnight and so I changed the time on the lights because I got in the habit that as soon as those lights go off because one I can hear the timer click <laughs> and two the lights actually obviously turn off and that signals to my brain you need to be in bed right now um and so moving that time up uh has like also triggered my brain to be like go to bed and it makes me tired just thinking about it (laughs) oh man i that's how i felt with like the you know the focus timer on my phone where it would come on at 11 30 and then it's like that's your downtime like now notifications are silenced and stuff which like i always love that about setting up with like the iphones is like the notifications like the do not disturb going on at a certain time because mm-hmm. it was impossible for me to put my phone down, literally. Because I would end up, like, staying up all night. You know, someone texts me, I'd text him back. Or, like, you would send me an audio message and I would, like, feel inclined to listen to it right then. Even though it's like, this is nothing important. If it was important, it would be a text message, you know? Or, you know, and that's what I think was, like, another thing with, like, coming in with, like, social media is, like, just deleting that stuff off my phone is almost like a downtime within itself because I will only go on it if I'm on my desktop. Which is, like, you know, that's what you have it set up as. Yeah. So it's like, okay, if I go on my desktop, I usually close, my computer's the first thing that shuts off when I go to bed at night, so I don't see anything after that. I really want to start, uh, I mean, I'll talk about this later when we talk about self-care priorities, but, like, Dealing with my insomnia is going to be a fun adventure because I know that's one of the things is like having certain lights go on at a certain time so your body gets into that certain rhythm of like knowing that it's bedtime with like the, your um, external surroundings. One of like the most important forms of self-care even though I don't, I haven't prioritized it very well and it's one of the things I've talked about in therapy this week was just that... I don't prioritize myself. I don't take care of myself um, at all. Oops. Um, but something that I've always prioritized is sleep because I literally cannot function if I get like less than eight hours of sleep. I know friends who brag about the fact that they can thrive on a few hours of sleep, but I literally, I don't care. I know what my body needs and I'm going to meet those needs. I don't care what other people think. I don't care whatever. It's like the one thing that I'm actually good at 
doing is like getting enough sleep. Um, I do feel like, um, other forms of self-care like to me are like obviously like, um, you know, drinking enough water, Mm -hmm. eating good foods and, Honestly, like, this year I've been on the absolute food hyperfixation train. I have not been switching it up at all. I haven't spent a lot of time cooking, even though that's something I kind of forget that I really enjoy. And I spent a lot of time doing during COVID and stuff. Um, And nowadays I just eat literally the same, like, two or three things for dinner and lunch and whatever. And I just don't switch it up at all. And... I, it's something I'm aware of. It's something I want to be better at. It's something that just takes, it does take a lot of energy. And I guess, you know, I mean, you know, I think listening to your body is important. And I do think that sometimes that hyperfixation foods are actually the answer and that it's like, it helps with like the mental fatigue of not having to make a new decision and like not having to like go out of your way to do something different. Like at the end of the day, as long as you're still getting you know, food, then you're still being taken care of, but it's, yeah, I wish that I could spend more time, like, cooking and taking care of myself in that way physically. I get that, too, because, like, I have a lot of times where I don't eat, like, like, I I try to eat, you know, my vegetables, I'll try to eat, like, a piece of fruit, like, I try to really force myself to do stuff like that, but it's really hard, because, like, a lot of my comfort foods are not, like, based around too much like nutrients or like protein right um like a big comfort food of mine is like pastina because it's like really easy to make it's very like carb dense so it does fill me but like it doesn't really you know that energy doesn't last because there's nothing that like the bulk of it of like there's no protein or anything like that like it doesn't really stick in your system too long but like pastina is really easy for me to make because all it is it's i put in a rice cooker and it's done within like 10 15 minutes and I can season it any way I want because I'm also like, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm a very picky eater, but it's because like textures of foods and things like that really bother me. And it really like, I will not eat it. Like, I'm not kidding. Like it throws off my appetite. So I can't, I won't eat stuff like that. Like if I were to add like a vegetable to my pastina and like it gets really, the vegetable gets really soft and soggy. I have a hard time eating that or like if it's too, if there's, like, too crunchy or too thick, like, it just, I don't know, I can't do it, so it's, like, okay, well, like, my comfort foods just being quick, easy things I can make, it's, like, that's my form of self-care, like, that's my food, like, this is a thing that I'm going to eat, it will make me feel better, or, like, having a cup of soup, like, it's, like, that's the cozy thing that will just give me enough, like, warmth and happiness to, like, get through, you know, what I, what I'm dealing with right now. Exactly, it's such a bummer, I feel like that, yeah, food does, become one of those things that like has to go to the back burner so fast but also thank god for comfort foods and like safe foods and thank god for little fucking treats oh yeah i think i said this in a in a recent uh episode but it i live life little treat to little treat i in oregon we vote by mail so we don't get um I voted stickers, but our ballot drop box is near the coffee stand, so I said, oh darn, I guess I have to get myself a little treat because I voted. Is that necessary? No. Is it, I, like, I'm, but I'm gonna do it. Um, did I, was I mildly inconvenienced? Guess I deserve a little treat. (laughs) Um, the, the, 
mental health decline graph and the little treat increase graph are strongly correlated. <laughs> they they overlap in such a significant way. Because I feel the same way. Like when I go to work and I, you know, take my little break to like walk around the town, I'll take like oh, you know what, like, let me go to the coffee shop and I'll get, like, an avocado toast or I'll get, like, a cookie or something and I get my little treat. And usually the coffee place I go to has good, like, seasonal syrups that they make in-house. So they'll have, like, strawberry syrup for coffees. They'll have, like, a cherry or, like, it's, like, an orange blossom honey one. Like, they always do something fun. And I'm, like, this is it. Like, this is the, the sweet treat of the day. And, like, I'll get a coffee or, like, I'll end up just getting, like, you know, if I go to a, you know, another little, like, pastry shop, like, I'll get, like, a fancy little cookie or, like, a peanut butter bar or something like that. And it just really elevates the mood. It elevates the vibe. I feel better. Like, maybe it's a sugar rush thing. Like, maybe you just get a little bit kick of, like, the sugar rush where, like, the mental fog is gone and you're like, oh, guess who feels okay today? Like, guess who feels happy? (laughs) Um, but you really do just be living little treat to little treat. And I truly do not believe there is such a thing as too many little treats. Um, it does not make it any less of a treat. Yeah, no. It's like, you, you'll you never get little treat burnout. No. <laughs> I There was like a TikTok trend that was like, it's sweet treat o'clock or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, it's it's little i i think that then transitioned for me from sweet treat o'clock to it's just it's a little treat i don't care if it's sweet i don't care what hour it is <laughs> it's a little it's like it's you know when they say it's five o'clock somewhere for a drink it's little you know it's a little treat time somewhere so why not have it damn right either have it at 7 a.m or have it like at 10 o'clock at night <laughs> exactly another uh i guess a little mental treat is listening to One Direction. Cassie, do you agree? I literally have a playlist called One Ding Yourself Out of a Mental Breakdown. I do think this should be renamed to One Directing Yourself Out of a Mental Breakdown, but... No. <laughs> no. Too it's punny? One... No, it's One Direction is a verb. Oh, um, I suppose. <laughs> I'm using it as a verb in this... Like I am one directioning myself. Like I, uh, like the, it's it's a it's an activity. One direction is an activity in this sense, and um, yeah. So if you look up one Ding yourself out of a mental breakdown on Spotify, I'm sure you'll find it from you know Spotify user Caspaghetti. <laughs> um, so you know, get yourself the playlist you need to, because the thing is, only happy memories, only good memories. Of, like even if I'm absolutely losing my mind if i put on temporary fix by one direction oh look it was a temporary fix i'm fixed everything's fine um clouds are you kidding me i mean just a midnight memory i can't i just midnight memories hits every every song slaps i think i have had to i can't remember if i edited that playlist or not to take off some of the like slow sad bops because that's not what i'm here for i'm here for the upbeat ones that are just gonna falsify happy juices in my brain (laughs) Usually music that makes me feel like upbeat or happy is like my 2000s like pop punk Spotify playlist that I referenced in the last episode. Um, I guess just like that really, it's like summer hits, (laughs) like that very like upbeat, like warm, literally like it just feels like that music just feels warm and 
it's another thing where I have a lot of like happy memories associated with of like discovering those bands for like my own music taste like on my own and how like that really kind of started my love for like alternative music and like developing my own music taste whereas like prior to that I was like oh I felt like I was listening to a lot of stuff like my friends listen to or like music you'd hear on like tv from like the Jonas Brothers and shit like that but I felt like this music it was just like Pandora Radio was like the you know sent me all this like beautiful music that you listen to on YouTube for free so I just love my little pop punk uh I love my little early 2000s pop punk music that I'm like wow this could do me no wrong well and to me it's like I literally use it like if I have to go somewhere, if I have to go to school or whatever, if I'm like going somewhere and I am not in a good mental health space, I literally have to force myself to feel somewhat okay. And that like that playlist is me forcing myself because otherwise if I listen to something that's like boy genius or so like I'm not gonna yeah. it's gonna worsen the situation <laughs> I'm not gonna feel better and then obviously we both use therapy as like another self-care tool I mean I think that one's pretty self-explanatory I used to go like I feel like last year I used to go like every other week or mm-hmm. monthly or whatever um but then I was doing okay so I had moved to just being as needed or whatever um and so now I've moved back into the scheduling an appointment whenever I am at my appointment (laughs) yeah I like go every other week um still at this point sometimes I'll miss it depending on like oh I'm having a good week this week so I'm not gonna talk about anything like nothing much to talk about here but then there's sometimes where I'm like okay I may need like every week an appointment like And it's just using it as, like, a tool to, like, just get you where you need to be, like, mentally. Like, to just kind of help unravel those thoughts. So, I do really enjoy... I mean, like, I I like therapy for the aspect of just, like, using it to, like, categorize my feelings. And almost to, like, reaffirm that what I'm feeling is okay. And I don't have to, like... You know, because sometimes, like, it's, like, dealing with things like grief and and stuff like that. It's, like, I feel like sometimes I want to rush myself through that process... When, like, I don't need to. Like, there's literally, like, I could take the time that I need to process my feelings. And I no one's in a rush. I'm not in a rush. And, you know, the longer it takes me to get over things, you know, maybe the better it is in the end of, like, how I'll actually, like, be able to handle stuff like that in the future. Yeah, and, like, for me, it's just, like, I think that I'm a very self-aware person. And there's a lot that I am able to do on my own own I feel Mm -hmm. like um and like journaling and like using those tools is usually pretty helpful for me um or just talking to friends or whatever Mm -hmm. but sometimes things just go beyond that or need an outside opinion an outside perspective to bring it back down a reality yeah that's also so true one of the ways that I've had to self-care myself (laughs) (laughs) um in the past uh, year has been quitting things. Here's the thing. When you're acutely aware of the state of the world and you are dramatically mentally and emotionally affected by it, if you look up, like, how to cope with the state of the world, literally every single article says you should take action. Every single one. 
that is their recommendation for dealing with climate change, for dealing with gun violence, for dealing with, you know, the housing crisis, all of it. If you are upset about the state of the world, you should take action. It'll make you feel better. Well, I've been doing that my whole life um, with everything before I even knew that was the recommendation. And um, as a result, I, especially over the past couple of years, would take on more and more and more responsibilities and roles to try to make the world a better place. And it doesn't, in fact, make you feel better magically. Um, I think that some degree of it can be helpful, but it's not consistently helpful, like mentally and emotionally. Um, and then you just end up like burning out, uh, not having enough time to take care of yourself. Um, even though obviously like I am very pro, like if you're upset about the state of the world, take action. Like, like, yes, but also don't burn yourself out. Don't feel like you literally have to do it all on your own. And the thing is, logically, I know I'm not doing it all Mm -hmm. on my own. Um, but I still couldn't stop taking on new things because I care about so many issues. Um, but it's gotten to a point where it's like, I just keep having to quit because I don't have enough time to take care of myself. Um, and like, I ended up quitting a lot of things when I started school, which was really good because there's no way that I would have been able to do classes and everything and also do all of that. Like, there was just no way. And like, um... And, like, recently I've had to step back from even more stuff um, in order to take care of myself, which I think it's good. Like, at this point, I'm actually kind of sort of taking a break from any, like, consistent organizing for the first time in three years, which is weird and hard, but also, like, if I'm in it for the long haul, then it's completely necessary, Mm -hmm. you know? One of the biggest things about quitting things is you can step back from stuff or try to lighten your load within roles or whatever, but it is not the same as quitting because quitting takes it out of the background of your mind. It's almost like, you know how, like, computers will have background processes running or whatever? (laughs) It's literally, like, that's what's happening in your brain, too. And so it's, like, the second you quit stuff, those background processes are actually able to shut. You're not, like, trying to remember the 10 million other things that you're supposed to be doing because you no longer have to do them. Um, So quitting things has actually become I mean it's like joining things started out as a form of self-care now quitting things as a form of self-care um but I guess I'm just grateful for like friends and uh fellow organizers being so supportive of my journey and all of that um because it's just rough out here (laughs) and it's also like hard conversations to have with people you know because like obviously everyone wants the best for you and you know it's sad to see you not be a part of like certain events anymore but it's also like you need to literally put yourself first and it's very hard to be that like self-aware to like be like you know what this is like not doing me any good it's like you need to just like take a step back from and like use that time towards yourself Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like you just have too much stuff on your plate like I feel like for you like every time when you're like oh I'm doing something new I'm like 
Okay, just like make sure Cassie's being taken care of. Make sure she's eating those comfort meals every day because we know how easy it is to slip behind. Cassie's not being taken care of and my therapist said I need to be more selfish. <laughs> and I laughed at her. I laughed it's at her. because it's hard. And like to the point where her saying that to me, I genuinely telling you, telling the pod right now, I'm like, did I make it up that she said that? <laughs> like, am I falsifying that memory that she told me i had to be more selfish because it sounds like such a fucking joke to me because i i'm very bad at that and that is why i have therapy again in two weeks <laughs> i mean like because like you said it's just like it's it's not like wrong to be selfish as someone who's been very selfish a lot of times in their life when like they could have put another person first it's not even selfish it's just being human yeah, it's like am i really supposed to like sacrifice everything I want in the sake of another person no like I'm allowed to want things like human beings want things and I want the best for myself sorry (laughs) I well I look forward to thinking that for myself because like related to that and I think we talked about it in the uh, creative expression episode and stuff is just like I really struggle to let myself do things that are just for myself and that's like but obviously doing things like watching tv watching your little shows playing your video games playing music reading crocheting like doing all of those things is such a necessary form of self-care like doing stuff that's not like school doing stuff that's not caregiving doing stuff that's like like strictly for fun and just something else for your brain to do or whatever um like the thing is I never think this stuff is selfish when other people do it and I don't even think I think of that for myself no I do kind of think I already said that on the other episode I pretty much (laughs) feel selfish when I actually take care of myself Oof, this is such a rough episode to have this week you guys I just I I'm going through it like but you know what we keep it real here at the Cassie Mariah Studios what do you expect from like Two girls in their mid-twenties who are also going through major crises in their life right now? What do you expect? <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, I I swear to God, this episode is not a cry for help. I'm <laughs> doing my best, damn it. It's like that little gold star that says, trying my best. I told you guys, I watched magnet fishing videos and ate garlic bread. I'm doing good. <laughs> you know what, I think it's so funny that you were saying just like, the thing was like, video games tv shows stuff like that because like the new legend of zelda tears of the kingdom comes out and i've been waiting for this game for so freaking long that all i want to do is play this game so you know what this is like my self-care time where i'm like i'm going to disney tears of the kingdom comes out i am going to a gem show and i'm like that's period like I don't have to be doing more things because, like, I just want to take care of myself. And if taking care of myself means sitting on my ass in my pajamas for three days straight playing my silly little video game, then you know what? That's what it means. And that's fine. Who gives a shit? You are an inspiration. They need to put me on prayer candles. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Sacrilege. Sorry. (laughs) I. Wow. I wish that someday I'm going to be on your level, and I look forward to that, but uh, for now, I I don't know. I'm trying. (laughs) It's like, I'm still trying, you know? I'm still working through it, but, like, it's just, I don't know. I guess I got very used to being like, oh, I could put myself first. Guess who's putting themselves first now? It's me. (laughs) Any insight? (laughs) 
Any insight? Any insight you have to offer? How did how did you get that? Let the guilt eat you alive. <laughs> it can eat you whole. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll report back if I, you know, because that's the thing is my that's my biggest goal right now. I literally I had a whole sticky note for therapy and the number one thing on it was make me a priority again. I it's it's gonna take some work but that's all right you got you you know you got a lot of time to work on it it's not like it's something that has to you know no one's no one's saying no it has to get done right now it's like yeah i know you want to get it done as soon as possible oh i think it needs to get right i needs to get done right now i need to take care of myself yeah i mean i'm just saying let ease up the pressure a little bit because then it becomes something where like once you miss your one like self-care thing of the night that you planned it's like can turn into this whole snowball of like oh my god like is any of this worth it anymore and then you're like okay maybe maybe it's not so existential (laughs) (laughs) uh no true i yeah no i don't think doing like a like you must do this x time like that i'm such a go with mm, i'm a go with the flower i think that's a big part of my self-care is i go with the damn flow I I think like I feel like I'm very good at listening to myself and what I need and lately a lot of that has been like literally sitting and doing nothing um because if I haven't even gotten to just like sit and chill I can't do stuff like read and crochet and play music because I don't even have the energy for that like for those things that do take a little bit more you know Mm. um and so it's like I have to I you know what I'm really excited to watch? I guess there's an Is It Cake show <gasps> I've on watched Netflix. it before. It's pretty good. I'm pretty excited, mainly because I want to know how good I am at guessing. It's, it's harder than you think. <laughs> I know. I know. I saw, like, a YouTube short of, uh, you know, Johnny Cakes. Because he's on there, right? Johnny Cakes? I believe so. I, I don't I've know what his really, real last name I've only watched, like, two episodes, I think. He's been in a lot of Try Guys videos lately, and um, and so, anyway, I guess he was on the, I don't know, I saw a YouTube short from him that was like, which one's the case? And I used to find those videos so annoying and unnecessary, and now I'm like, that is the kind of brain rot I need. Because it's, like, gone past the point of, like, oh, like, you know, where it's, like, the height of, like, the viralness of those videos, and now it's, like, past it, so you're like, oh, these are kind of fun to actually decide if you can pick it out or not. Yeah. Um... And, like, kind of part of, like, being able to, like, be in that chill state is, like, sometimes I just need to get stuff done so that way I can chill. Um, The other day I was watching whatever the latest Netflix rom-com is, um, Mm -hmm. or I was, like, I had just put it on, and I was, like, you know what? If I don't, like, close out my to-do list for today and make mine for tomorrow, I'm going to be, like, thinking about that stuff. So I was, like, you know what? Let me just get that done or, like... Um, just like other like various especially replying to emails is something that I comes up a lot for me that it's like it stresses me out more than it should um, and so it's like being able to get those like tedious little tasks out of the way actually allows me to fully relax so it's like sometimes self-care is just actually getting what you need to do done. yes disclaimer I am not home right now because I'm dog sitting and if you hear any funny noises in the background, chances are it's one of the dogs. Um, so I can't do anything. Say hi. Oh, now you don't want to talk. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to touch the you dog. You want to touch? He's very cute, though. But he's very soft. He's just very, like, he's got that, like, frizzy blonde hair. He kind of looks like Albert Einstein to me. 
and I hold him like a baby. So, you know, little dogs do the little yep, yep, like that. <laughs> Doing what you need to do to get things done is literal facts. Like, I, I get like that too because I'm like, oh, like, that's like my to-do list issue of like what we discussed before was like, I'll sit there and I'll have a to-do list, but like, I cannot let myself go to bed until everything on that list is done. And if I think I have an extra Oof. hour to do something, I'll do it. Like, my big issue realize, and this is where, where I'm working on recently, is, like, for editing the podcast, I'll, like, I don't think I'll be able to edit until, like, one in the morning when, like, that's not healthy. So, like, I try to cut Ugh. it. But then I'm also, because I'm, like, oh, I'm, like, conserving time. So this way, tomorrow I don't have to edit for a longer period of time. Ugh. And I know, it's bad. <laughs> you sent me an audio message about this the other day, and I, I didn't reply to it because I knew we were going to talk about it on here, and I was just, like... <laughs> Bestie, no, I don't do that. I go to bed. My <laughs> sleep is protected at all costs. And, like, getting stuff done is never that deep. Yeah, and you know what? That's what I think, too. And I guess, I mean, that's, it's just, it's, the bigger picture here is, like, trying to get this stuff done before I go to Disney. Again, I have mentioned Disney probably, like, 15 times within the past three audio messages, or the past three podcasts. Guys, it's going to be over soon. We understand. It's going to be over soon. <laughs> We call our audio messages podcasts, and now we're calling our podcast an audio yes. message. Um, so, you know, I'm just trying to get stuff before I, just trying to get stuff before, trying to get stuff done before I leave. But I just also have really bad time management, and now that I'm done with my classes, I'm like, hopefully I can, like, you know, now I don't have to, like, worry about doing, like, some lessons every day. I can actually, like, sit there and be like, oh, I can, like, go back to my gamer times, or go back to, like, prioritizing stuff for my business and not having to wait for the last minute. Um... But I'm just really bad at this. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm, like, trying to figure... I'm, like, everybody else, like, I feel like everyone else knows what they're doing, but I'm not. Like, I'm still kind of learning how to, like... I also have insomnia. That's a whole other thing. Like, I'll talk about it in a bit. But, like, I just... My sleep schedule is so bad that I'm, like, oh, I could just sit here and be, like, oh, well, you know, I'll just do this stuff instead of going to bed tonight. Ugh, yeah, no, that can't be me. Because not only can I not stay up doing stuff but also I need chill time before I go to bed I can't just be doing stuff and then immediately jump into bed sometimes it happens with like busier school weeks or whatever but um you know that makes me very grateful for my time management skills because I feel like I've really gotten <laughs> down I think my pl I, I do think my planner system has helped a lot I think being more realistic with myself has helped a lot I think the only thing that screws up my time management is my mental health. So um, that I can't really plan for or do much yeah. about other than just keep trying. My time management <laughs> skills are shit. Like, not even kidding. They're so bad. My problem is I think I have control issues because whenever you tell me that your time management skills are bad, I'm like, I just want to take it and fix it. Help me. <laughs> if you're listening and you feel like helping me, please help me. I am all down. <laughs> Message me sassfrust777 on Instagram, please. <laughs> Every time that you say that you feel like your days are shorter than other people's, I'm like literally don't even come at me with that right now <laughs> i'm like <laughs> you have a better excuse than i do like i'm home most of the time why can't i get shit done mental illness baby <laughs> it always comes back to this it's like in scooby-doo when they pull the mask off at the villain at the end it's always my mental health <laughs> <laughs> r.i.p um but i feel like kind of related to all of this though is like I think, like, sometimes self-care looks like actually being able to communicate your yes. needs and your boundaries and how you're doing to people in your life. Um, I, I'm 
mixed at this. Um, like, I'm obviously pretty good at communicating it to, like, my close friends and stuff. Um, sometimes I feel like when I'm trying to communicate it to, like, people who, like, really need to know, I'm bad at making it clear. Like, like, people who really need to know will be, like, professors or people I work with on stuff. And it's, like, sometimes I feel like I'm not good at communicating it in a way that actually gets across, like truly how like unwell I am or whatever um and that's hard because it's like obviously sometimes those people aren't like your bffs like my professors aren't my bffs um I just be like yeah I got a lot going on outside of school in my personal life you know and it's like it's it's hard to communicate because it's like I don't know. It it's it, it is just hard to communicate and obviously like you don't necessarily always want to talk about how you're not doing well. Um but also whenever people I mean we've talked about this in like our how are you really segment. Whenever people ask me how I am, I'm honest with them and they hate it. They get so uncomfortable. People are always like normalize that it's okay to not be okay. Well, when I tell people I'm not okay, they get freaked out. <laughs> Because, like, I guess because some people are so, like, I don't know, it's just a very sensitive topic, and I think some people are so prone to just being like, oh, I'm doing okay, and, like, that's it. Like, that's, like, as much as they'll touch that. We're, like, I don't know, we've gotten better at being, like, actually, we're not doing okay, and it's, like, a lot of it, a lot of this is due to reasons that, like, are out of our control, which I think even scares people even more, because it's, like, you know, it's, like, even for me when I've talked about how I'm, like, oh, yeah, like, I have, you know, like, health issues, stuff like that, pain issues, and people are, like, oh my god, that sounds like a nightmare. I'm like, oh yeah, it is. Like, and I literally can't do anything about it. Um, and I, uh, you know, I, I have a hard time communicating needs with people, I think because of trauma. So, like, I'm afraid of, like, disappointing people. And that's, like, a huge factor that I'm, like, you know, get whiplash from when I need to tell someone something. And I'm like, hey, like, do you mind, like, holding space for me right now? And I let you know what's going on. But then I'm like, but what if this person gets mad at me? <laughs> We're biting our lip, holding back the pain. <laughs> no, that's pain on your behalf. Oh. Ouchie, I thought we were in this together. <laughs> okay, like, I, I think that, like, it's just something that, like, again, like, trying to work through, trying to work on, and, like, also having people in my life who, when I tell this to them, like, you, you get it, and you're like, yeah, do what you need. We're like, I'm not, it's, I'll be honest, I'm not used to people treating me with such kindness sometimes treat people with kindness harry thank you Styles. harry he really put that on the map he put kindness on the map um <laughs> because like i think with a lot of like my friends when i tell them this stuff or like when i tell them like oh you know what i'm having a really bad like pain day like i don't i can't really you know do what i committed to like i'm really sorry and it's like okay no worries like we have all the time in the world to like hang out together and i'm like thank you because like i don't know i constantly say to cassie i'm like thank you for being so nice to me and then I'm like, this is pretty pathetic. There was one time I think we were going to record after you got home from physical therapy or something. And um, and I was like, yeah, you know, when you get home, do whatever you need to do to settle in. If you need to eat or whatever, you know, take your time, do what you got to do. Because you had been like, you know, as soon as I get home, we'll, we'll record. And I'm like, I mean, that's not necessary. <laughs> you can, like, take care of yourself first. And that was one of those times where I literally stopped in my tracks and was like, I can't eat dinner. <laughs> it's <laughs> I'm so, like, this is so, and again, I'm doing okay. 
we're fine but like we are fine fine. this episode is not a cry for help but i do the thing is i do think a lot of people our age are you know what i just feel like we're all kind of collectively going through it and i do hope that us like talking about this stuff makes people feel a little less alone and that it's just we're all constantly working on it and figuring it out we're all yeah we're all literally figuring out together maybe it's a mid-20s thing or maybe it's just a 20 like it's probably just a whole like person thing within it might be a life life thing thing. damn Um, i gotta do this i will say (laughs) i I will say uh i got my laundry put away this week which i usually am able to get it put away like on the weekend or whatever but um i finally got it put away yesterday and it was extremely satisfying because um I really needed to because this sudden dramatic change in seasons I was like get these sweaters out of my life I have okay so for context I'm three seven I have a like top rack in my closet that I can't reach so uh what a one what a theoretic waste of space for me but um oh god that's like one of the worst you know what I'll save that for another episode that just like uh the worst aspects of being short sometimes you know what sometimes I hate I mean most of the time I don't think about it but sometimes anyway um but uh so my mom moves like helps me move uh my like basically I do a seasonal switch out of clothes which I didn't used to do um but I have enough clothes now that I have to do it and sweaters just take up a lot of space um and so it's like I've gotten into the routine of switching them out and so that's very satisfying to me and I think that like in general like cleaning and just like chores like getting like stuff taken care of in your space I feel like is really important like the second my desk gets like too much stuff on it or whatever I just my brain stops function like I can't like I'm not settled like um keeping my space clean is very much a a self-care need for me I agree because like usually Sundays would be my cleaning day because it's like usually the day after a market I'll like clean my room do laundry put away market stuff like and I got to this really good habit of it and then like you know things change around like a lot of my markets end up being on Sundays or like I won't have one that weekend so I won't have like the need to clean but I do think like the the clutter of your desk is so real because it's like that can kind of make or break like my productivity because I'm like oh I need to clean Mm -hmm. right now so I can't like work on my schoolwork because this needs to be done or like you know cleaning just my room in general because like you know now that now that my desk chair is bigger I'm like oh I really do need to keep the space in my room like a lot like tidier so this way my desk chair actually has room to move the wheels and stuff um so I do think that like even just like doing simple things like you said like laundry like really just is like okay like I feel better. This is self-care. Self-care is having clean clothes. And like we said before, it's like self-care is just more than doing your journaling, doing your tarot pulls. Like sometimes it's like self-care of like, okay, your mental health and like your surroundings being a lot better. Like self-care is eating the right meals and doing your laundry. Well, and you know, something else that I, you know, have forgotten to mention thus far, but is related to the space around you is like, especially during the winter and stuff and especially when I wasn't like I didn't have on-campus classes and stuff I genuinely wasn't spending a lot of time outside which always feels ridiculous um because I'm like how like I genuinely I am so fortunate to live in such a beautiful place like I have access to nature right outside 
but it's like when it's cold and rainy i'm not just gonna go sit out in the <laughs> rain <laughs> like um and so it's like literally i i you know i joke about staring at the moon yesterday but it's like i i think that like nature and just like like that is very grounding to me like i have my window open today and like just fresh it like it all sounds so silly but it's like so much of life is oriented around being inside sitting and doing things and i think it's like i it has to be intentional to spend yeah. time outside and even like you said just breathing in fresh air it's just really like doing a nice like breathing exercise outside in fresh air is just like yes this is, if this is the one thing i do for myself today then like i appreciate that yesterday i took such a deep whiff outside <laughs> because um it smells so i could not figure out i was like what is blooming that smells so good but i was just taking the deepest i literally like was getting lightheaded from taking these <laughs> deep it was a little obnoxious <laughs> but it smelled so damn good out there but i think like it's like yeah i know it's like it's hard it's because it's like after this i'm like oh i need to like uh transcribe some episodes i need to like do some homework but i'm like um i want to go outside and like sniff the air you could do that you can still go outside and sniff the air make time for it oh okay you're allowed thanks <laughs> thanks look at that <laughs> A- anything is possible <laughs> If you just believe, you know, my affirmation card this week was, I can't control the world, but I can control how I choose to perceive it. And I think I might be keeping that one for this week, too. I think a lot of, like, me not being a priority is just how I'm perceiving life. Um, And, like, the fact that I'm, like, I can't go outside. I need to do stuff. And you're, like, or you could just go outside. (laughs) Because, like, I got into that habit as well. Like, again, it's just something, like, you, like, build towards. And, like, once it's, like... It's, like, this routine that, like, sometimes just sticks with me where I'm, like, sometimes things are, like, oh, this feels like such a rush that needs to get done. But I'm, like, no, like, it's okay. Like, if I want to spend, like, ten minutes to go outside and just walk around the backyard or, like, throw a ball with Caden or, like, I could do that. Like, it doesn't matter if I use that ten minutes now or, like, if I use that ten minutes towards a project. Like, if that project is not something that has to get done right this second, then, like, I'll be okay. I'll be fine. Well, and it's like, you know, the stuff I need to get done is stuff that can be done inside when it's dark and too cold to be outside later, whereas, like, I can only enjoy today's weather, like, right now or whatever. And also, I think it's stuff, too, that, like, I mean, I know this, I'm, like, speaking for myself on this end, because I know, like, more imperative things in your life, being, like, homework and things like that are not things that you could just be, like, oh, I could push this off till tomorrow and it could be okay. Like, I know sometimes that stuff has to get done, like, you know, sooner rather than later, but... A lot of the times I'm like, oh, like, if this realistically doesn't get done today, that's okay. It just it gets done tomorrow then. And, like, I, I live with it. You know? I, it's a lot of it's just, like, dropping that, like, guilty feeling. And it's like, I feel guilty, but it's like, no one else thinks of me like this way. No one else thinks of this. Yeah. And, like, I'm the one giving myself these feelings. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I think that's why for me it's, like, quitting things is important because the less I have on my to-do list the more flexibility I have for those spur of the moment, I want to do this for myself. And that's the other thing too, is I'm just, you know, I say I'm good at time management, but the one way that I'm really not good at it is it's like, I have not figured out how to calculate how much time it takes to 
fully take care of myself in the way that I want because I've never made it a priority you know it's like if I were to calculate in oh actually cooking meals for myself or you know taking time to like exercise or stretch or whatever and you know just like all these things that I just haven't been doing it's like I think it really adds up yeah I mean like um, one of my main things was like remember you know getting to do like my hot girl walks like I would get them done if I got them done like during the morning ish hours or like right before noon I felt like it's like that's a lot better time for me to go and then it's also just another one of those things where it's like this is going to take less than an hour of my time like why don't I just go now because like you said before it's like I'm going to go now when it's the nicer part of the day and then this task that needs to get done I could do it later as the sun is setting where like I can't go for a walk later um thanks people for making the environment unsafe for a woman to walk alone at night thanks patriarchy thanks, patriarch. you want to watch me die no i get to live <laughs> <laughs> um so you know it's just like i don't know it's like really like trying to like configure and like prior like reprioritize your time to like i don't know make yourself the center of your focus dude i can't wait for you to come visit and we're gonna go on hot girl walks and by hot girl walks i mean i'll be rolling you'll be walking and it'll be great hell yeah dude i can't wait to go in your backyard and take a deep huff of air and like look at an owl in a tree and like look at the moon and like maybe if i get lucky a piece of like oh like this space property that's in the sky will fall in your yard and i can like hold it and we can tell nasa about it oh (laughs) boy it could be like it will be like when guys go fishing they hold up a fish it's like me and you in your backyard standing next to a piece of a satellite. Jesus Christ, <laughs> if a satellite falls in the yard, we're going to have some serious issues. And if it falls, it's almost definitely going to be fucking Elon Musk's SpaceX. He has launched, like, Space Junk used to be hee-hee, silly, funny, like, rocket boosters, like, various shit floating around up there. Right. He has launched so many fucking satellites that it is just fucking polluted up there. I bet if I was to, like... I, cause I, yesterday, like, looking at the moon and stuff, I was like, oh my god, it's almost like stargazing season again. I'm so excited, cause that's, like, a really, like, helpful grounding thing for me, oh. and, um, and I'm just like, oh my god, though, like, when you look up there now, there's always so much space junk, because it's all of his damn SpaceX satellites. <laughs> Barf. He probably has one for Twitter up there, for, like, lols, and it has, like, footage <laughs> on it, and it says... Has it has really good memes? Okay, in it. <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring this up this week, but I feel like I need to bring it up. Uh, Blue Sky is the only Twitter alternative that has piqued my interest because it was made by Jack, like Twitter Jack. Yes, and it looks like Twitter. And I just need a damn code. Let me in. I hope by the time you're hearing this, I've been let in. Um, or maybe everybody's already moved on from it and decided that they actually hate it. Um, Wait, no, because I saw people talking about it, and they liked it. But, like, again, I haven't been on Twitter, so I don't really know the... I don't know, like, why you need a code. Like, I'm very... It's, like, waitlisted. Basically, it hasn't publicly launched yet. So, like, you need a a code to to join right now. But I'm like, I want to save my username, damn it. Uh, (laughs) And (laughs) stuff like that. But I'm like, oh, my God, is, is now the time? Do I become Cassie Wilson? But I think at this point, it's like... No. I was gonna say, I don't think I'd ever, like, make my username, like, an actual, like, full name of mine, because, like, I've just never, I've just never had the option, because my name's too common, but, you know, someday we'll, can't relate, someday we'll be (laughs) migrated over to a new, a new Twitter platform that's not 
run by fucking Elon Musk. No, literally, because, like, my main gripe this morning was, like, a lot of these, like, silly meme accounts I follow on Twitter have all turned to this, like, right-wing, like, meme accounts, and I hate it. You used to have, like, a picture of a frog, and it's, like, a funny quote, and then now it's, like, you need to rip on, like, left-wing politicians. Like, I don't get the point of this. Can you not do, can you guys, like, not do this? Like, you're, you're literally ruining, like, Self-care is us trying to find an alternative to Twitter. (laughs) Because... (laughs) facts i mean like my uh self-care priority for the upcoming weeks um i was hinting to this before but i'm gonna be starting cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia because i in my most recent therapy appointment i was like just talking about the shit that's been going on in my life and i was non-stop yawning and my therapist is like you seem really tired and i'm like yeah like no like i sleep probably four hours a night like i just can't like I will fall asleep and I just can't stay asleep. Like, I will wake up at 5 a.m. and then just be up for the rest of the day most of the time. And that's, like, so unhealthy for me. So she was like, you know, when you get back from Disney, we can start. Because she went to a whole, like, seminar about it. So she has a lot of, like, worksheets and things that she can send me. So I'm, like, looking forward to doing this because, like, I really want to be a person that wakes up at, like, 6. Wakes up at, like, 7 or 8 a.m. and, like, be up for the day. And like you said, like, be in bed by, like, 10.30. Like, that's, like, you don't understand how much that would mean to me. (laughs) So, like, I really want to make sleep a priority and not feel like I have to stay up till 1 a.m. Because it's, like, I have no time for myself during the day. Like, I'm pretty sure if my sleep schedule was fixed, I would probably be, like, a normal functioning human being. Like, or at least close to that, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, that's exciting that, like, y'all get to work on that and stuff. And I think, yeah, sleep is super, super important. Um, I think for me right now, my biggest self-care priority is, uh, just continuing to literally forcibly take time for myself, uh, rip it away from other things. It's very hard to do. I'm, it's, yeah, I don't know. Cause it's even like things like, okay, sure. I like stepped back from like a lot of my organizing roles, but then it's like, okay, I'm still spending 20 minutes writing random testimony about things because I'm like, oh, it's just a quick little thing. But it's like, that's still, it's like really hard for me to not do that. It's a habit for me to like not Mm -hmm. spend my time on myself. So, and especially when I'm like, it's a quick little easy thing I can do. It's just so, but it adds up. Um, And like, it's also emotionally like not a quick, easy thing. (laughs) No. You know? Exactly. Exactly. It never is. Um, So I'm just going to keep working on that. Um, I honestly don't think I'll necessarily make any significant progress. I do think like just more of an awareness thing. I might honestly start a list of things that I do that I don't – because it's like, you know, I have like my – productivity identities you know I'm like I'm a I'm a student I'm an organizer I'm a this I'm a that and it's like okay but what falls outside of those things that I'm still doing that are not for me and like I think writing some of those things down just like realizing it I think just like the awareness aspect I think is kind of going to be the the first step I think I think I've got a, a journey to go on here you know um which honestly I'm excited about I think that um I think that working on this has actually made me excited for the future for the first time in a while. Again, this episode, not a cry for help. Um, 
I'm just stating facts. But you know what? Just Therapy actually can make you feel better. Shocking. It's a proven fact, and we are learning it every session. <laughs> and I'm very grateful to have access to it. Me too. And also, everyone should have access to it free. I mean, that's just, yeah, because I feel like, I mean, that's a whole other thing I can, like, go off on a tangent right now, because I'm like, wow, this stuff really makes me feel better. Like, I wish other people can feel like this, too, mm-hmm. or just have, have access to any of their, like, the mental health, like, need, you know, have their mental health needs met, like, by something. Like, it really is a, it's a, it's a struggle to be dealing with your own internal thoughts like this, and it's very unfortunate that not a lot of people have, you know, access or means to do so. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap on this week's episode. Be sure to follow the Cassie and Mariah show wherever you listen to podcasts at TCMS pod on Twitter and Instagram and look out for new episodes every Wednesday. Bye. Bye.